You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Hello, Michael. Andre, it's a hot Friday. Like, really hot. Like, I think we're getting into the 40s now. I love this heat. I don't know why. What the hell's wrong with you? I you're don't from know. Saskatchewan. Oh, I got you from Saskatchewan. I was also born in Yellowknife, and maybe uh, maybe you're just born cold. I try to never take the heat for granted. Oh, but um, we're doing something we haven't done in a while. I know we've spent a lot of the year focusing on some really great winemakers interviews. We've talked a little bit about uh, some of the great travel that we've done. I've accidentally learned some stuff about Italy. I know, it was totally by accident. But we uh, we haven't because you don't like doing these, um, and I so I decided to stop asking you to do these. Yes, but uh, one of our regular listeners and also uh, Instagram uh, should we say local celebrity or God, influencer? No. God no! I hope not. That's the case. Then the bar's set really low. <laughs> but we are joined by uh, Cellar Time Wine, and you have a name behind the account. It's Miles, and my wife also runs it with me and Steph. That was our COVID project. Right on. When we started. And you and I have talked quite a bit, like on yeah. and off, about what's good in Ontario, what's going on. Have you talked to Michael in the same way? I've tried. Oh, uh, I no, respond I, every so often. I uh, We're pretty lean when it comes to knowing about the wine region of Ontario, so that we want to learn, and you guys are pretty well off in verse in knowing the, the region pretty well. So, <laughs> I, See, I, I don't recognize uh, that I have a message on Instagram for like days, and I'm like, oh, there's a message there. <laughs> You're just a, I guess you're just a bit of a jerk on Instagram. I just, you know, I, I, I kind of look at it kind of briefly and I, I tr- I'm trying to get away from my phone. Like, like I've, I've, I'm trying to. Can you stop for a second? If you're sitting in the car right now listening to this on your phone, please do not take time away from your phone like Michael is trying to do. You're literally telling people to stop listening. So stop. No, what, stop. what, what I, what I would like, what I'm trying to do is that when I'm with people, I, do not. I try to stay away from my phone. Like I leave it in my car. Okay, that's that's a good practice. Like I don't want to be you know sitting at a, at a table at dinner and staring at my phone. So I'm okay, but if that. you're at a table and you're at dinner and you're talking about the podcast you're listening to, keep your phone handy so you can tell your friends to listen to two guys talking wine. Oh, there's time that you can get away from that thing. So okay, just... and we're also joined. I, uh, I accidentally forgot my phone at home some days. And I want to tell okay, everybody that's enough, how Michael. absolutely liberating. Okay, that Michael, that's enough. Is. Let's get let's get to the task at hand. We're also joined by Jordan Armitage of Rescuing Trapped Wine fame. Uh, for me, it's your second time on the podcast. For Michael, it's once again the first time because he couldn't remember that we had you on the podcast previously. It's been a year. Yes, it has almost to the day been a year, and I've somehow roped myself into this again, doing another Stump the Chump, yeah. which has got my, my butterflies turning. She's already, she's already scared. So. I'm scared. I'm scared. Nervous about being on a podcast and nervous about having no clue what we're drinking. So, All right, so... Miles, you've actually flipped the script on us a little bit. You slid into oh, my Instagram DMs, and you were just like... It was like, my fault. I admit that. Well, yeah. <laughs> what we forgot to say is what we're doing. We're going we're doing, we're gonna to play a little Stump the Chump. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay, that's called burying the lead. Oh, sorry. I, so I did say that. play Stump the Chump yeah. because we haven't done it in so long, and Miles was like, you guys haven't done it in a while. And when I read that, I was like, yeah, we haven't. And I, <laughs> I was just like... Wow, I love doing Stump the Chump. And then he said, no, I want to provide the wines. And I was like... I don't like that one. Yeah, this is the first time that you're going to have absolutely no clue what we're drinking. It's a double blind now. For sure. I don't like that one. It's a double blind. So, so Miles, thank you. first off, thank you very much for bringing the wines. No, not a problem. I was um, trying to clear out room in my very small, modest cellar anyway, and I thought these are some wines in here that I thought, I don't know when I'm going to drink these, so why not? 
Some of them are well, from well, Kentucky, I hear. I, yeah, <laughs> we're going back to that one. Uh, but, I mean, do you want to lay any groundwork for us? Like, is there any rhyme or reason behind the wines that you brought? Or do you just want us to go in blind and just look silly? Um, no, there kind of was a theme in how I picked them. And then it kind of said, well, it's a hot day. Maybe I'll start with a, a refreshing white to maybe cleanse our palates a little bit. But there was a theme to start with, and then it kind of went wayside. Yeah, the, the theme seems to be, this is crap I don't want in my cellar anymore. You're not wrong. Yeah. But I thought that was also how you started yours also. Uh, no, I actually, uh, I think the very first time we did a, uh, a Stump the Chump, it was um, it was crap I didn't want in my cellar. And then I started to curate uh, the Stump the Chumps uh, based on our guests. So, and you have a Durand. I do. It was a well, gift. I love these It things. was a gift by a friend of mine, a great friend of mine, and that maybe even the theme of what we're doing today. Ooh. So these are really old because uh, that Durand <laughs> is great for really old wine. This is not an old wine, mind you. But there's the only corkscrew I have in front of me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, and the Durand is fantastic. Andre, but, if you should be oh, asking, sorry. you should be asking for a Durand. This is this is the. If I can most. recommend finding friends that will get you one, it's highly recommended. Oh yeah, yeah. These things are it's, amazing for old old corks. How I mean, much is this gadget? About two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a cheap gadget, no, but it's a well worth But I've gadget. only ever seen it last year when yeah. we did Stump the Chump before, and yeah, yeah. it it got some corks yeah. out. Well, we've, we've definitely disintegrated some corks at yeah. Michael's house and also yeah. just doing this podcast. Oh, wow, you're doing a really good job. Like That like, cork like, was like, like out of sight. It might not oh, be yeah, the oldest you, wine in the tasting, so it might not be that. The, uh, the, the Durand does a great job. It's basically, if you've never seen a Durand let's, while he's pouring the wine, it's uh, an ASO and a Helix corkscrew all in one, but you basically put the Helix down first, you put the ASO down the sides, and then it just grabs the cork, and you twist, and it brings the cork out, and it brings out some of the most crumbly, uh, crappy corks I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know if Miles has ever done this, but you ever broken a cork halfway through? I might have done it this week. And then you push the cork back in, and then you go grab your Duran, and it still pulls it out clean, which I absolutely love. This looks terrible. This smells terrible. I don't agree with you. I also oh, disagree. It's a, it's a yeah. Riesling. It's 100% Riesling. I, I, would, I would agree like, with that. It's got like honey and beeswax on the nose. Acids are still crazy high on it. Hmm. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's, like it's texturally, pretty, it's got pretty, a lot of texture on the back. Like Pretty ripping. Like it's 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 I don't know. If, it's been a while since you and I have done like blind reasons, but I can't remember one where it's just like, like the acids are warming the back of the palate, but at the same time, it's still got a nice roundness to it. So, um, Miles, I'm, I'm going to ask. You said you are not well versed in Ontario, but you, I'm going to say that you probably have some Ontario, correct? In, in the in, cellar in, somewhere. In, oh, of course, yes. Okay, so I'm going to go. This is a 2009 riesling uh, from Ontario. I'm jumping right on the bandwagon. Going with oh, my you're getting right on there. Okay, I am going to. Um, I'm going to guess a little bit older and go Alsace because of the texture. It's it's very dry, but it's got a lot of um, like the fruit is really quite absent on this, but it's kind of like um, a shadow of it. Like you can taste that when this was young, there was probably a lot of lemon and lime to go with it, but I don't know if it was as ripe as. Peaches, peaches and pears. So I'm going to go Alsace and say 2001. Ooh. For the vintage, I'm going to go somewhere in between just to 
just to, to be different? Be split the middle or split oh, the difference price, there. Your price is writing it. Yeah, you're, you're doing sure. the one dollar bid. Exactly. So we'll should we go. Get, should we get a sheet? And, uh, <laughs> mark them down. See where track everybody. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, it's a 2000. Go a little more than the middle. 2006, and. Um, Yeah, my first thought was Ontario, but Andre's got some compelling points there. I think I'm going to go Alsace as well, but 2006. And yeah, Riesling. Do I have sure. to be the one to reveal them? You, you do. I'm yes. just saying, I'm taking notes here. Ontario. All three of us are saying Riesling, though, right? It yes. is Riesling. I am going to build a spreadsheet while it's we're a lot younger. Than, it's a lot younger than any of you were mentioning, so oh. that may be a, a state on the condition of my cellar. But it's actually from the Finger Lakes. It's an 18 dry Riesling. Oh, well, that's okay, interesting. That, now, mind you, I've never had one of uh, Finger Lakes Riesling before. It was a gift again. So I thought, I never know when I'm going to have this or if it's going to be any good. So why not? So this is from uh, Forge Cellars. <clears throat> I visited this winery, and it's not bad. Um, this is one where I do find the quality of the wine, the wineries. Um, and this is not saying that it's not worth a visit because 100% is worth a visit, but I find it just a little bit behind where we are in Ontario in it's terms of Usually quality. for the way of the Finger Lakes, but that does not taste like a, a five-year-old Riesling from Correct. a cool vintage Correct. is what it, what it, what it should it's, be. That's, it's a yeah. bit more expensive than I think we usually get here in Ontario. It's around $33. Yeah, that sounds at the, time, right. I, at the time I bought it in 2020. So yeah, I got I, it in 2020. I, I, would, I would have to say um, I'm disappointed in that one. Uh, I don't mind the the, the flavor the, the flavors, but you know, once again, like knowing price and knowing region, it is. I'm, I'm a taking the price out of it. I'm going. You know, we all went 2001, 2006, 2009. Um, you know, for a five year old reasoning, we shouldn't be that far off. Yeah, that's that right. far. The color was very deceiving. Yes. I don't know yeah, if that's just. Yeah, color was the the area. I'm not familiar with Finger Lakes. It was either. a deep gold. Yeah, right? and so they're, now they're, this they're, next they're one not is they're as not well. that far from where we are, so they're. They're, oh God! They're, what is this? They're, um, this was the one. Their I was weather very should not be that uh, that far off from what we are. And eighteen was a cool vintage, almost. Well, no, but it was, a, it was a hot summer. Two thousand eighteen was hot. It was the fall that was Correct. different with that. So that's what we're looking at. But it was, it was, it was disappointing wine, first of all. So this smells like medicine. Yeah, I'm getting like cinnamon hearts, like and I sh- don't like that. So this is like a white sherry, like a white sherry or a white port. I'd go more port than sherry. I'm not getting like the oxidated note on it. Like it's it's really like like Jordan. I think you're right. Like it's oh, infected, like cinnamon heart. Yeah, it's ginger. Oh, oh it's maybe terrible. that's what it is. More gingery on the nose. Oh, it's like terrible. <laughs> See, while Michael said a lot of his mm. listeners, maybe you haven't seen this in a while. I tend to look for these episodes in the podcast. So because <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, <laughs> I thought I, I enjoy driving to work and listening to people put rancid things in their mouths. <laughs> That is uh, sour. It's got a celery note to it. Celery and sour ginger candy. Uh, that is that's, that's that perfect. That is completely spot on. Yes. Miles, anything to add? I think the medicine call is right on the money there, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's terrible. Um, when I was pulling out the wines oh. and previewing them to my wife, I said, this has to be involved, right? Because I don't know when we're ever going to drink this. Yeah, she's or like, get rid ever. of that. Yeah, go. So, she actually didn't. She thought, like, I want to taste it myself. I'm like, now I'll tell her, no, you don't. You can take that home. Yeah, yeah, you take can that take one. That, well, you can put it in the fridge and keep it nice and chilled for now, you. My, my, or sorry, Michael, you jumped the gun on the last one. I just I have one question that I'm hoping you'll answer before we reveal it. Okay. Is this wine commercially available, or is it... A homemade wine. It used to be commercially available. I checked on their website to see if it still is. They don't make it anymore. Okay. Maybe if you were at the winery, they might still have some of these kicking around, but I couldn't find any. Interesting. Okay. 
I'm, so, I'm going to guess this is not a grape wine. I, I have a feeling this might be like a rhubarb wine or did you, did, I, you, you, is, did you bring anything other than grape wines? Yes, I only brought grape wines. Okay, okay well yeah, then. Uh, <laughs> I might even say all Vitis vinifera as well, not no hybrids. So, Oh, wow. From what I've read on the check sheet of what this wine is. Okay, so someone really messed up here. I was, I was going to say... Um, that it was a Chardonnay, but if you said it's not even uh, like I was going to say, it's an old Chardonnay. If you want to, you want to go first because I think I I'm going to go with I'm going to go way out on a limb here. I'm going to say this is a 2001 um, <laughs> Alsace Riesling. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jordan, you want to go? Because I think I, I'm going to go. Uh, 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 I'm going to I'm going to even guess the winery. So oh yeah okay go yeah right sure I'll go. I'm going to just say something. Wacky. I don't even drink this often, so it's, like I said, a wacky guess. I'm going to say it's like a Gruner Veltliner because I'm not familiar with them. So maybe this is that. Hopefully not. Um, vintage. Vintage. 2003, and uh, I Austria, I think, has Gruner. So we'll yeah. go with that. Like I said, wacky. Let's see what you have, Michael. So I'm I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Ontario again. Oh. I'm going to go. Um, because the, it, it, the the hint to me is they're not even making it anymore. So I'm going to go. It's a Cave Spring Chenin Blanc uh, from I don't even know when they stopped making it. Um, but it's got to be old. I'm I'm going to be wrong on the year. I'm sure 2010. I've heard those Chenins were quite nice in their time. Um, I would like maybe Andre to, to reveal this wine. Okay. It's not yours. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'd be very disappointed if this was the 2017 <laughs> damn Chardonnay. Also, if it was aging that way, I'd be very worried, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is a Grange of Prince Edward spiced white. Ah, so, there's the spice. <laughs> I think we were all on board with... Does it, uh, does it say that it was a... Does it say the grapes? It's a blend of Chardonnay, Riesling, and Pinot Gris. No. The spice wine is best served warm or on ice. Oh, I definitely didn't do that. Yellow fruits balance perfectly or on with ice. cinnamon, cardamom, star anise, clove, and ginger. It can be served warm or on ice. So it can it- be served at room temperature or <laughs> underneath the sink. Okay, so I don't think this was meant to be cellared. No. You'd have a year on that? You oh, wait, what when, was the... Yeah, what was there the is no vintage oh, on no, the wine either. Oh. Okay, so yeah. No, when we got this, and I, I thought it was a kind of a gimmicky wine when I first saw it, and I said, the, the idea of allspice doesn't, and star anise doesn't cater to me, so I didn't know when I would ever open it. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was, I went with the Chenin Blanc because he said they didn't make it anymore, so I thought it was in Ontario. Uh, the only one I know for sure is not being made is the K-Spring Chenin Blanc. Well, you uh, got which Ontario. Is a, which, so. is a, which is a shame because... I've heard those wines are quite nice. Um, the Chenin Blancs were great. I, I was sad that they, they stopped making them, but according to Angelo Pavan, it was just a tough wine to uh, keep, um, uh, keep tough grape to keep alive. Should so, we maybe give our glasses a bit of a rinse with the next wine to make sure that we don't have the smell of star anus in it? Yeah, nobody wants any star anus. No, definitely so not. So I will take a... Hmm. Just a question about the last wine. If you guys could speculate, do you think they were making that to be like malt? Yes. Like that's, yeah, so, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Malt. And then you wouldn't have to add in all the other Correct. stuff. I mean, you could you or just you have it. There, there's a few wineries that do, like Sprucewood Shores in Lake Erie North Shore, they do a mold wine every yep. year where like it's not meant, like it's not meant for this 
uh, arena. Like it's right. not meant to be presented in this way. It's affordable. It's good to drink. So, and and you don't have to do the work chopping citrus. Right. You just warm it up, and yeah. there you go. Hmm. You do need to add brandy if you want to bring a little extra Christmas cheer to the party. That, that's so fun. we're we're moved on to the uh, the reds now. Oh yes, this 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 is the smell of this wine is why I don't like old wine. Really? Oh, I'm finding this is very nice. I noticed a screw cap, so it's not as old as it could be. It could be older. I disagree with you, Andre. I love the smell of this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For me, it's missing anything fresh, though. Like, this this has got the, like, really fresh, like, leather briefcase. Fruit leather as well, you know. Some, uh, that, yeah, but uh, which fruit fruits? Roll, like fruit what maybe figs? Um, oh, there's no fruit roll-up here, dude. Oh, no, it's like that fruit roll-up if you've left it in the car for a while. Oh, it's not even that. Um, like maybe prune? A little strawberry with mixed with prune. There's yeah. no mm-hmm. strawberry on this. There's oh, nothing there's fresh definitely. on this. No, I Come didn't on. say fresh. I, I said leathery strawberry. I'm, I'm, throwing it, I'm throwing it to the two other guests. I'm the, not getting any strawberry on this. No, no. But there's some, there are, is some red fruit, but it's definitely very old it's dried. prune. It's, it's yeah. dried. Yeah. Dried yeah. strawberries, dried... Dried prune. Yeah. There's also like similar. I don't know if I just still have the spice in my mouth, but there's a spicy there finish. Spice to just it. a little hint. A little bit herbal. Yeah. yeah. I think we're looking at franc here. I think there's 100% Cabernet franc because even the the herbal note is really well integrated and, and structured nicely in the wine. And let me just say, like, this is not a bad wine. I'm actually a little disappointed. This mm-hmm. tastes as good as it does. It's just not to I my preference. Like actually, yeah. Jordan, you're up. Mm. Well, and even the colors. Oh, yeah, it's getting that brick color. Definitely, definitely older. Um, oh, I have to go first this time? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was originally thinking Pinot when I smelt it, but it... And I think I might stick with it, even though, yeah, there is some spicy herbalness, but I feel like it's not as herbal as I would expect from non-Pinot. So I'm going Pinot. Um uh, and I'm going to say it's 2011 from, I'll just throw out Ontario for this one too. So, uh, Miles, I, I do have to ask one question before I go. Are you pouring in a tasting order or just in a random order? I had somewhat of an order, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, because my, my idea was maybe Shiraz, like a really old... Uh, Australian Shiraz, but if you're going in an order, the uh, the chance of it being an Australian Shiraz this early in the... Uh, I was hoping to, quen- to cleanse our palates with something that was quite quaffable compared to the last one, so I decided maybe I'll do this one next. So, it is nice. Uh, I, I will agree with uh, Jordan on it being a, a Pinot. I don't know if I agree either, so don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're disagreeing with yourself. I am. Yeah, I am. So, all good. <laughs> and you said, what, 2011, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know... Um. Yeah. So if you're going, uh, if you're going in a tasting order, I'm going to guess Pinot. I'm going to take my Shiraz off the table. I may learn to. Re- I may live to regret that. But uh, I'm going to go with a Pinot. I'm going to go with maybe a 2010. So I'm going to go with a hotter vintage. Uh, I see you're thinking Ontario too. I think I'm going to go uh, uh, Ontario. Uh, although I'm, I'm noticing a screw cap on the top of that one. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying 2006 Australian Shiraz. See, that's oh. where I was going originally. Yep. That's where I was going, but I think if he's—that's why I asked the, 
the tasting order. So. Yeah, no, no, and that, I know last time I kind of joked about it being an Alsatian Riesling, which was my way of saying I had no idea what the heck it was. This one, I, I think it's just like the herbal note being really well in, and then you know, retasting on the second sip, like the herbal note is more specifically like eucalyptus. So, like, I mean, this could be an Australian Cab Sauve too, uh, but I'm gonna yeah, hang on. I'm waffling. Give me a second. See, I'm still going to go Pinot if he's going in order. If he's gone unordered, then yes, it was Jiraz. No, I'm switching to Cab Sauve. Aussie Cab Sauve, 2006. It doesn't follow a tasting order, but go ahead. Go ahead, Miles. It's yours. It is a Pinot. Ooh. Whoa. Yay. What was it, the vintages again? I said 10. 11. 06. So Jordan would be the closest. Ooh. It's a 2013 from New Zealand. Oh. 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 Jackson. Got it. I shouldn't have doubted myself and disagreed with myself afterwards. From Marlboro, it is a single vineyard for what it's worth, but I can't put any stock that's, into what that is. Sorry, what, what's, what's the vintage? 13. 13. 13. So it's a 10 year old uh, New Zealand Pinot. So, yeah. Although it did have Shiraz characteristics to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not, surprised. I'm not taking it away from you. No, I, I think I'm you, were really, the right, you were in the right hemisphere. I'm surprised that this uh, aged as quickly as it did because of the. Um, the screw cap. The screw it. cap. I thought would have preserved some of the freshness. I would, I would be willing to uh, to see this in another hour. I would bet you this. I the tannins are still quite firm on it. Yeah. I agree. With, I mean, that's why I was thinking uh, Bordeaux yeah. or, or Shiraz, right? Yeah, I think. In a, I think in another hour that that might be a favorite. I don't have much experience with old Pinot, so I wasn't sure when to open this. Uh, yeah. I gave myself ten a window. Years, so uh, ten years uh, under screw cap. Yeah, you're probably dead on. Like I, I said, with the dry fruit, I think, I think the fruit's there and ready. Maybe everything else needs to come into place. I think the fruit's a little too far gone. <laughs> I do not. Everyone, think, everyone around this table knows where I stand. I, yes. I think I think you'll be very surprised in about a, about an hour, Andre. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think you'll be very surprised, very happy. Obviously. Well, this is not this is not enough to drink for a mouse. So let's uh, <laughs> let's, there we go. Oh, we're gonna, we're looking at uh, yeah, sediment crazy. city on this. This is cloudy. Ooh, stinky too. Very interesting color. Oh, that's got some. Like that garnet for sure. Oh, this smells like. Oh, I got like nuts, like but not oxidated. It certainly is stinky. Interesting. The initial like funk that hit my nose though is like already fading a bit as it sits in the glass. I feel. See, and this is that dried oak fruit leather that I think you were trying to hit in the last one. Like this, this smells and tastes like you've left fruit leather, not the fruit roll-ups, like the actual like fruit, the dehydrated fruit puree. This smells and tastes like dried oak strawberry puree that's been sitting in the car way too long. And you've thrown some almonds on it. I agree with that nutty kind of characteristic, mm-hmm. some like pecan kind of flavor to it. But like roasted nuts, not fresh nuts, and it's 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 kind of pleasant. This is the dog licking the car seat. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, so you don't like this. Um, I mean, this is better than the wine from Kentucky, that's for sure. It smells porty a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It smells porty. It tastes uh, porty without the sweetness. Um, I'm going to guess this is um, 2010 Portugal. I don't hate it. 
No, I don't really hate it either. It's got like the te- got quite a bit of um, texture, and I mean that takes a lot from. And when I picked it, I thought I would hate it. I don't like it. Not going to go hate, but I definitely don't like it. I'm not going for another. Class. I, don't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think this gets better. No, I, yeah. I, I, agree I think with that. this is as good as it's going to get right now. I think this is from the south of Portugal, 2010, and I don't know the varieties well enough <laughs> of the south of Portugal to, to be able to spit would that be, out. It would be a blend or something like that. Like Turiga Nacional, maybe? Like it's got that, that like tan and everything else in the kitchen sink? I, I want to go that it is a... Um, this, is an, oh, this is not way, way old, but it's an old, cheap California cab. Something that you you know probably had in your cellar, probably lost, you know, had no intention of. Mind you, I'm, I'm only 32 years old, so who knows how long I have these things in my cellar? I know that's true, actually. actually. And like when do I mean? There's the other thing too is I don't. Know I'm you very that new well. to the wine scene in general. Where I was drinking, you know, your dad's wine, your like your, your Behringer Maiden vine from your parents. Your you know, you know. For, for all I know, this is you know an eight to ten year old apothic red. Okay, right? you're going right on that. Uh, I'm just going to go. It's, it's some sort of California. Uh, I'll give you Apothic or Seven Deadly. That's what we're going with. You know, something that that you know you would have bought and not, and somehow it you know kept getting moved down to the bottom. Okay, of but the it's salad. dry. It's dry. There's no residual sugar in this. Um, you know, when these wines first came out, like Fusion, when it first came out, it was a really good wine. Um, then it just became sweet and mess, and everybody kept still liking it. So oh, kind of like Nickelback. So, I mean, never mind. I'm starting to think that maybe this is like one of the first versions of Apothic or whatever. The when they okay, were, I've got you down for like 2015 Apothic Seven Deadly Zins. I'll give you a plus or minus 15? two years on that. I'm like a, like well, he's like seven or eight years. So. Seven or eight years. Eight to ten. Eight to ten years. But I'll go 15, 14, 15. Something, okay. like, something that shouldn't shouldn't have been laid down, but it got lost. This is definitely a, we lost this wine for sure. All right, sure. Jordan. What do we got? What do we got? I'm going to say 2013. And um, it's something like it's it's hot to me, definitely. Like it's very hot climate. So um, I'm gonna say like Spain. Um, Ooh, kind of on the same track as you, Andre, but in yeah. a blend too. I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't think it's like a hundred well, percent like Tempranillo. But it's it's so like a vibes. blend of that, maybe a blend with that. I mean, on the other hand, maybe so it's an Alsatian Riesling, Andre. <laughs> Could I kind of want to pull back and change to um, Spanish Tempranillo, but I feel like I'm just stealing your answer. So. Oh, that's fine. I'm honored. <laughs> And if we're right, that's even better. Why are you honored? Like, once again, let's go back to the episode of uh, Stump the Chump where I tasted a Pinot with Thomas that I thought for sure was warm climate. It was cool vintage Prince Edward County. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Miles? Blind yeah, tasting is tricky. Did Andre say his guess at all? Or? I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. 2010 Portuguese. Uh, south of Portugal, not north. I think this wine, everyone kind of nailed something about it. Okay. Um, Michael probably the closest because this definitely is a wine that got lost. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I have friends of mine who work in the wine industry, and when the winery closed down, he said... This is probably crap, but it's been buried back there, and maybe you want to try it. Oh, interesting. It's a 1998 Amarone de la Cella. Wow. wow. Okay, so blend. Sure. That makes a hell of a lot more sense now. He, he threw us off by telling us how long he'd been in the wine business. I'm 30, he's 32. I'm like, okay, so he doesn't have anything back in the night. I know. No he, that's no fair. He got me that and said it's probably vinegar. It but is not vinegar. It's, I think I'm actually drinking it. It's, so Amarone is supposed yeah. to last quite a bit. And I think you were there, like, it's, it feels hot. It feels like there's some sweetness to it, like porty, but it's not, it's dry. But there's it some sweet, there's, there's still fruit on it. It's 15% alcohol. Like, I mean, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, back it's, 98. it's compote, it's puree, it's yes. not fresh fruit. I think compost is a good call. Again, if you, uh, if you go back to that in about two hours, I think you'd be very happy with that. I one. like the one, actually. So, I, it's, yeah, drink, it's drinkable. I'm, I'm taking a second 
sip because I was actually surprised when it hit my mouth. That and I and I have the um, the closest vintage to that. So, now. We're, so we, we've gone way out of tasting order. Then this would have been. I fully admit that I did. I had the same shape bottle, and I thought that was it, and I was wrong. Had I had I done this, uh, so that, maybe I'll have order the last one. It, it may all be out of be out of order now. But that's part of the fun. Wow! Thanks for bringing that. That's like a. That's uh, again. That could have gone either way. It could have gone either way. Well, it sounds like it did. You and Andre like it. I don't mind it. Oh, I Michael's think, now I, I think, liking it. I don't. I don't mind it. But I think, I, think okay. it, I think it's going to get better in a couple like hours. I now, mind you, I, I don't. I don't, I don't love amarones uh, anyway. That gets better in a you, couple you hours. You do or you don't? I love do not. Okay. Normally, I do not like we'll amarones. And funny enough, the friend who got me that we like to bond over amarone, but I feel like I can say we've never had a glass of amarone together. I've kind of gone both ways on on Amarone. Like I think it's one of those things where when you get into this industry, start taking things more serious, it's um, it's just an easy wine to get when people describe what Amarone tastes like. So it's kind of like you you get that first taste of a young Amarone, and it's just like, oh yes, this is exactly like I understand exactly what you're saying. And as we've gone along, like I find more and more when we taste Amarone, and we've done some great interviews with people, and I have enjoyed. I somehow got doing that cork that. out. Okay. Oh wow. Wow. But I find most amarones now just taste a little sour. There's a lot of yeah. VA in them, which yeah. I'm quite sensitive to sometimes. So. Well, we get that a lot in Ontario when we try to do the, the amarone style, especially in, in the older ones. So there's no VA in that wine whatsoever. No, that was a very clean wine. So, and we've done and that. A, could be we, subject to climate change in '98. Wait, knows? is the cork on the table from the amarone or yes. from the one you just pulled out? Okay, yes. you're just trying to throw us off. <laughs> no, but, that was from the bowl. But I'm, what I'm just saying about the amarone is that um, you know if if I if I would expect if it was a 1998, which we, we I don't think we were making at the time, from Ontario would be loaded with VA. There's no VA in that in that one. So, I think this is your Californian, Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it smells like um, it smells like a burnout on a hot day, like so you a rubber tire, like you pop the clutch, but like very specific, like not rubber hose. Going to the Saw movie, it's yeah, not uh, pistons are moving fast and hot. Yeah, and like it's it's it's, it's tire smoke. Like yeah. it's and it's not even like fresh tire. It's not freshly clean. It's tire smoke, and then it's it's uh, chocolate. Ran through a dung heap. What? Ran through a dung heap. Oh, you think it smells like poop? There's there's a there's a huge note of alcohol on this one, so it's a hot climate. For sure. Yeah, I think, this, and there's a little which, bit of which a, is what I didn't get off the last wine. The last wine was fifteen percent. And I did not get that kind of heat from it. This one is a little disjointed as far as I'm concerned in its, in its age. The fruit is quite sweet, but I'm trying to see if it's hitting the back palate. So I can't tell if this is purely phenolic ripeness or there's a little bit of residual sugar. I don't feel like this is overly sweet. Like I don't think this is like a 15 gram per liter sugar bomb. And also, knowing that, Miles, you're pretty austere with your collection for the most part. I'm, I'm guessing that you probably wouldn't lay down an apothic, so... Certainly not. I just said it got lost. I did not say that he did. And, he, and you were right in that regard. I, I think this might be like a like a, a J lore, like, but the the tannin doesn't have that like Earl Grey tea taste to it. But I'm, I'm going California. On and tans are quite sweet. I find. Yeah, there's a lot I of agree. sweetness on this, but but I'm not feeling it being. No, no, no like, I get I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I'm there with the RS is on this. I don't think it's that old either. No, I don't. Well, no, it's, I don't think it's as it's old. full. It's full secondary flavors. Like it's not young and it's. It's not what I like. The young it's and not vibrant super wine. fresh, yeah. still, mm. but I attribute that to being like hot too. It's a bit like flabby. it's, it's like a bit flabby. Yeah, not of acidity. I'm it. kind of okay with <laughs> it, though. Well, it's, it does have some sweetness. It's making my it's mouth salivate. All right, I think it's your uh, your go first, Andre. Okay, I'm gonna guess it is a 
hang on, give me one second here. I think it's a 2015. Uh, I'm looking at the bottle. It's California, but I don't. I can't think of a producer where it wouldn't be like stupid expensive. And I don't see you bringing a, a stupid expensive bottle for some the chump. This might be like maybe a. a uh, I'm gonna go uh, California, but Sonoma side. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a Cabernet Sauvignon in 2015. I just can't think of a producer that would make it. Like this is actually a decent quality wine. I'm I'm with Andre on the California uh, and the uh, and the cab, but I am going to uh, go a little, just a little bit older. Uh, I'm going to go to 12. I think it's uh, where, where where in, oh, you want to specify in California? Because I said Sonoma specifically. No, I don't want to specify. I think it's just a. I think it's a, just a California. Jordan, I am on board for just California and um, Cab Soap, and then. Uh, but I'm going to go a little bit younger uh, and say it's 20, 2018. So five. Years Do you like ahead. the wine? I actually do like it. You're right; it is flabby. And the other thing is, like, I'm keeping my back pocket. I'm throwing my wild card on the table. It might be chilly. Oh, I, I, do I like the wine? I think it's. I think it's an okay wine. It, it does have a little bit of sweetness to it. Uh, I'm okay not, or I'm, okay? Okay. Okay. It's just okay. Okay. It's just okay. Okay. Uh, I would. I, you know what? It's, I not, would, it's not okay. I would, I would, I would definitely drink that uh, that bola before I would uh, the amarone before I would drink this. I'd probably have a half glass of this while I'm cooking the burgers we're going to have later. Again, I am a listener to the podcast. I do know what you guys tend to listen to. So in theme with the Amarone that I just did, <laughs> I, I did decide to go down that oh, thing a, there. The oh, my God. Oh. And it's a 16. 16. Hot vintage. So that vintage. And it is 14.9 alcohol. Yeah, that's that's there for sure. I have to say this. Um, well done to the Foreign Affair. Um, this does not have the VA that older ones have. Hence why I brought up the VA at the end of that bola just to bring that up and mm, see if it can trying to lead us along. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is the first time where you hasn't been double blind. But hey, this um, this is like That's I think done. I think it's, too, a little, it's a little on the sweet side for me as I mentioned, but I mean um but that's it, though. Like, right. Once again, is the sweetness residual sugar or just phenolic ripeness? I, I don't... Uh, again, I would go to the New Zealand, and I would go to the Bola before I go to that one. You, you just... You refuse to say anything nice about no, Old no, Passamento no. in Ontario. No, no. I, I, <laughs> well, this I, find just... it, I find it a little sweet. And I, I, that would not be the way I would, I would lean. Uh-huh. He said it before it was revealed that he would drink the Bola first. Correct. Okay, that is fair. I don't like you refereeing this. Like, can, can you not <laughs> yeah, just... Can you referee every Again, so I find this fun. Can you not just let me like poke poke my uh, poke my co-host? <laughs> see that's what I'm not see that that I find fun. <laughs> Plus, I got court pieces. I'm gonna go for a spill and then for another pour. So I don't know that that reaction was necessary. Okay, now Michael. this smells like poop. Yeah, um, like manure specifically, and alcohol. Like it's oh, and mushrooms. Th- this is a lot of mushroom on it. Oof. Oh, that's why you don't like this. Like, this smells like canned mushrooms. No, I don't like canned mushrooms. Don't like any mushrooms. This isn't corked, is it? No, I don't no, think it's the... corked. It's just. Do we'll we need to pull up the decanter? We'll, we'll have a conversation later about corked wines. I have questions. Okay. Do, do we need to pull out a decanter for this? Mm-hmm. No, do it right from the bottle. You never decant. Bold move, Michael. It's putting it right in your mouth. 
I can feel the alcohol like in my nostrils. I haven't even sipped it yet, and it's like just something's way like clearing yes. me right out. The alcohol almost comes first. Yeah, yeah. like my sinuses are ready and, to go and, now. And oak <laughs> and wood. Yeah, why? I wonder if you think the cork. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, there's I, wood. I don't think it's corked. I think it's just no. uh, it's disjointed. It's not a well made. It wasn't a mine made for aging in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, the oak is is dominant my, here. My poker face is not showing very well right now. Michael's reading me. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's not just wood though. Like this, this feels and smells like you have a piece of charred cedar, but you've mm. let, left it soak in lake water and pulled it out. So and I, it's, I, you know what? I can't even. I, I because there's no defining characteristics other than wood. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to pass on even guessing because I can't. No, you got to guess something. Yeah, that's it, not it, allowed. Pull it out of your it be anything. That's the critic in you, I think. You yeah, can't, pull out, you pull can't out. rate the wine. I can't do anything with this. All right, I'm going to go with. Uh, all right, can you at least give us new world or old world? Could you? At no, least... no, no. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to recycle my. Uh, it's my guess. I'm going to say it is a um, 2010 Portuguese wine. I don't think it's Portuguese. Portuguese make better wine than that. Um, this is a, uh, I'm going to get in trouble, but this is a terrible wine. This is an over-oaked wine. This is nasty. Uh, this was bought early in your, uh, in your wine. Uh, you bought this wine? Okay, I'm not sure. No, it was a gift. Hence the theme of my, a lot of these were gifts. Yes. Ah. Okay. So somebody thought you would like this. Um, were you a wine fan at the time that somebody bought this for you, or it was? I was a wine fan at the time it was given it to me. Given to you, got it. You know what? I hate to. I hate Which to I know throw, tells you nothing. But. I hate to throw Ontario under the bus, but this is uh, this is an Ontario winery who probably has, saw a nice hot vintage and decided to throw it in a lot of oak, and um, and and it backfired, slapped them in the face. So it's either from I'm kind of getting like six smoked oyster on the finish too. So it's either from six or ten. I'm gonna go 2010 Ontario Cab Franc. Uh, you mean seven? No, I'm gonna go ten. Yeah, but you said six was the other hot vintage. It was seven. That Sorry, was seven was the hot vintage. vintage. Five and seven. Sorry, they were the odd. Are you okay? No, I'm just I'm just thrown off by the wood. <laughs> it's like, very woody. It's like it's extreme. It's toothpicky. It is toothpicky, but like wet toothpicky. I liked Andre's staves that have been lying in this, uh, you know, in soaked in wood. Like, but like lake water specifically. Like, like I got like I got like a bit of like oyster, like a salinity on my second sip. Yeah, it's it's just somebody thought this is a great vintage, and now we're going to. All right, Jordan, it's up to you. Um, I agree with everything everyone said. First of all, it's very watery too. Like the just there's nothing on the there's no palate. No, there's there's nothing. So. Yeah, it's good it's job, a, Miles. It's a, the assignment. I wasn't supposed to bring good wine. <laughs> no, no, you weren't. You've I feel like the assumption them, is they're all supposed to be bad, so it's okay. <laughs> this might have been a, a good wine at some point. Exactly, you now. never know. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna follow Andre's lead and copy my answer from before and just say it's a like a 2012 from Spain, and it's just like a random blend that's like some mass produced nothing great something like that yeah, everybody's not willing to throw Ontario under the bus I no see. I just love Ontario well, you'll be happy to know it's not Ontario oh, so well, all good. your friends in Ontario can take a sigh of relief not really because I just threw them under the bus so. it's the oldest vintage I currently have in my cellar I have a couple of not these ones but this That's vintage oldest. oh, oh is this the, is going to be your so first year it is the oldest and it will be oh. it's a 1990 Omedoc holy crap wow I would now, not have guessed now Bordeaux. the color on it is quite impressive it's held up in color what is it? Chateau Patache d'eau. Chateau Patache d'eau. 
D-A-U-X. I've heard the 1990 vintage was treacherous in Bordeaux, so it wasn't a great vintage either. I right. mean, I, I was born in 1983, which is a similar thing. Uh, but it's a, it's a cru bourgeois, which means it's made to a, would, a higher standard. So I would, wow. I would like to point out I was the uh, the closest in region. Because, oh, you were close by variety, too. Because yeah. it, was, yes. um, yeah. uh, it was a cooler region. So we are, you know, Bordeaux. You guys were in very hot region, Spain. Portugal, but it, was, but it was but you like hey original. You're patting yourself on the back, <laughs> but originally you didn't even want to guess. We forced you to guess. Right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not happy with that. I, there was no way I would have guessed that as a Bordeaux. The good okay. news is and, my and, my and, birth year is 1970, which is a great year. And the last time I had a 1971, they were it was still drinkable. This cork has uh, held on remarkably well. Like I know the Duran definitely helped get it, get it out, but Miles, you just passed me the the cork. You can still see the printing all along the side. Wow. It's it's great down the middle, and I want a Durand. Durand, if someone from Durand is listening to this, please consider sponsoring Two Guys Talking Wine. No, I, I have a friend, Scott, and he um, he gave me this wine, and he basically said, whatever 1990 vintage wine I have, I will, I will find for you and give it to you. Now, I think that's only a $17 Bordeaux currently, if you yeah. were to buy the current vintage, so it's not an expensive wine by any means. No, but it's, and it's, not it's meant cool to, to have it. it. And, and, I mean, it's the thing, too, is uh, the thing about Cru Bourgeois, though, is... Um, Cru Bourgeois is supposed to be made to a higher standard where if you wanted to cellar it, you could... Like, and maybe, I buy those wines quite I don't a think cellar yeah. 32-year-old Cru Bourgeois is the way to go. No offense. No, that's fine. Uh, but, I mean, like, we've we've talked to uh, Franck Bichon of uh, La Rose Trentado, and those are around 30 35 And bucks. I love those wines. They are so good. I love those wines. And I think they do have a good cellar ability to them. But, once again, we're talking... I don't know about 32 years. 32 years, yes. Right, so... It's it's weird though that we all kind of were in the still in the two thousands for for that wine. Uh, yeah, that's that's like we were both all, all of us were off by over twenty years on that. I wine. think the color yeah. it, it wasn't the color as brown. Was, color was no, very, it was color was very fresh yeah. color. Yeah, definitely. But I mean that that oak was just uh, overpowering, so it was really hard to. So, I don't know how that would have been when it was young if the oak was that bad then. I looked up the blend at, at least at the time, and I think it was a. Uh, a down the middle, um, cab, Merlot, Cap, so Cap Franc. Oh, Cab Franc. Wait, so three, three, thirty-three, thirty-three. Yeah, it was but so. that's unusual. It's Omedoc should be Cab Sauve, right? You wouldn't have a ton of Cab Franc at Omedoc. Oh, Again, this, was this, this was the range of years I could find on the wine from nineteen ninety. So remember, you said it was it was not a good vintage either, right? So you're trying no, to, I, I, you're trying I, to offset Cabernet Sauvignon by going with the more ripe Merlot. I messaged and Cap a Franc. master of wine and I asked him about the vintages in nineteen ninety. He said they were treacherously wet. Mm. So yeah, you're trying well, to. Uh, you're trying to well, good. I'm glad I have six 1990 Bordeaux in my cellar. <laughs> might, might be time to throw a birthday party for yourself. All right, this is a very very light wine. Like this is almost Pinot esque as as far as I'm concerned. So we're way off tasting order now. It's citrus on the nose. Like it smells like like pomelo. It's sort of like citrus, but not sweet citrus, but not sour citrus. That's much. That's a that's a very fresh wine. That's very. If you're going to tell me that's twenty years old, I'll, mm. I'll be shocked. All the shit. Sorry, I'm not allowed to say that on the podcast anymore. There's way more fruit on the palate than there is on the nose. This is one where I think I might need some time to open up because you literally just. I have no more 1990s in the in the, in the tasting. <laughs> but you you crack the cork and and open that so like it's it's closed off, but on the mouth it's like. It's got a lot. That's it's a like lot milk, milk chocolate, like chocolate covered cherry, milk chocolate covered cherries. I would agree with like. that. That's a nice wine. That's actually nice. 
color, I think, I think color it, is throwing me off. I think it will be nice when it opens up. Like this is this is a shy wine. That's throwing me off a little bit. Because like the the nose is full. I'm still getting full citrus. Like I'm trying to agitate this. All right. I think I've got. A, I think I've got a guess. You know, let's let's let Jordan go first. I think. Oh, I haven't even said anything strategically. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. Miles, let me have another splash of that one. Of course, that I, uh, I really like it. First of all, yeah, on the, on the palate, it's good. I'm not liking that's one the, of the top. Uh, that's one of the top three. Definitely. Um, this is in the top three. This goes with that uh, new. This goes with the New Zealand Pinot. Which is also quite nice. I'm curious to read yeah. of that because I I haven't like I think the wine I've dug the most is still the Ontario. Again, I came with a strategy. I started one the, the one day with a strategy, white. and then I went down again, and I changed the strategy, and then I kind of just mishmashed everything together. So Andre just admitted that he liked the spice white. So very good. So he liked the Ontario. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Andre, I knew you'd like that. Alrighty, I have because there a was guess. Chardonnay in it, right? So that's oh my god! Oh my god! We're done my, with that. We're uh, done with I have, that. I have a Chardonnay in my cellar. It's covered in Christmas spices, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, like it's very much chocolate covered cherry, and the intensity on it. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pinot on this. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm partly going because the bottle is a uh, burgundy shaped bottle, but like this tastes like it could be warmer climate Pinot. Do you like a lot of California Pinot, Miles? I haven't had a lot of it. I have a few in my Until now. Until now. <laughs> I don't know. It's All right. You're going, okay, you got a year? No. I'm, I'm still not getting a nose on this. Like, I like this one. I like this a lot. I'm going to make my guess, and it's not right. Pinot. I'm going to say it's, despite, as Andre said, the bottle does look a bit Pinot-esque, but I'm going to say it's a like a... Sinso. I feel like I've had one of those, and it was like light, but still like I feel like I get the alcohol. You may not on hit this. on that once, but if you do hit it, it's a you good never call. know. You it's never know call. what you're what you're bringing. And I don't remember where that's even from. I think uh, a lot like, of places, lot of anywhere places. hot. Think anywhere hot. It's French, but like, mostly the South Africans are making it now. Okay, so uh, we'll say like Rhone. I think has that, does that. Sure, let's go with that. Sure. So okay. primarily Sinso. Yeah, could be like a blend, a blend. but primarily since yeah, exactly. so sure. wine from France. And I think it's 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 young, um, young-ish, like twenty nineteen. I guess that's not getting that young anymore. I don't but. think anybody's going to get what I'm going to go. So I'm going to let you go, Andre. I'm going to guess this is a twenty sixteen Pinot Noir from Ontario. Oh, we went from Ontario from California to Ontario. Well, it's got warm climate, but it's got nice balance. Tan and super soft. Alcohol isn't ripping on this, but like the, it is still a little warmer. The nose is shy. I'm guessing this is a good producer. I'm going to say this is a Batchelder 2016 Pinot Noir. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go way out of a limb. I originally thought maybe a Gamay, but, mm-hmm. or a Pinot, based on the lightness. But then my, uh, my little lizard brain went elsewhere, uh, remembering... That uh, if you get a really good Grenache <laughs> from ah, yes. Australia, you can have that lovely lightness in color. Uh, you can also get, I'm getting a little bit of uh, macerated uh, raspberry here as well. So, and, and to me, Grenache always screams really nice raspberry. The acidity is great. So you don't see a lot of them. Um, I, think, I do think it's an Australian Grenache, and I think it is uh, probably uh, about 10 years old. So 2013 or so. 
I like that guess. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he, he would be right. Not in terms of the place, but the gra- it is Grenache. Ah. Holy crap. <clears throat> wow. Um, this is made by a friend of mine named oh. Miguel Lepe. He's based out of Monterey. So it's a, it's, it's a 2021. Wow. He's trying wow. to make cooler climate California wines. He, wow. pur- he purchases the fruit, but they are single vineyard. See, I love I love good Grenache. And if anybody's listening, one, this is really good, but probably not something that you can get quite readily. No, um, the alcohol is more in balance than I think a lot of the wines that we've had. But uh, your your friend what, is doing good work. What is, what is the alcohol in it? Fourteen. That might mm. be. It might. Be it's 15. it's a high alcohol grape yeah. by so nature. I, but I mean, Andre, if you if you can think back to when we uh, talked to the guy from Mazzante's Footstep, yeah, do you remember when he poured us that love symbol? Yes. Which was the straight on Grenache? Yes. Mm. Which was all just like raspberry jam. Yeah, raspberry this, jam for sure is always is, my tell for Grenache. This is uh, this is what sold me on it. I was like, this is Grenache for sure. He was. Uh, I want- thought it was just older because of you know lighter color for a number of reasons. But I, I whoever he is, what's mm-hmm. his name? Domingo. His name is Miguel. Miguel Domingo and Miguel. It's all the same to me. Get your um, lizard brain working, Michael. I really tell him I love this wine. Tell him to listen to the podcast. This is I definitely will, and I will be sending him. Michael, no one's listening to the podcast. You told everyone to put their phones away at the beginning. Of the <laughs> By podcast. now, they've put their phones away because he's, uh, like, I can't listen to this guy. He's, talk a, he's about a salt this. of the earth kind of guy, as all yeah. winemakers tend to be. They're just all really nice people for whatever reason. This is this is delicious. This um, is it's, delicious. Kind of, it's kind of cool when like you see someone's vision, like trying to put a certain grape in the white in the correct region. He's making I, California wine, but not making Cabernet. He's making he's making single varietal Petit Verdot, sparkling um, Sauvignon Blanc. What's his price point on that? It's not cheap. No, I'd not. say that that wine's probably around thirty-five dollars, but his higher end. Okay, um, 30, thirty-five bucks for that though. That's, USD, that's not too much. That. No, but I would say his higher end wines, like he makes a, a straight single vineyard Malbec and Petit Verdots that are in the fifties. But again, that, that's still not that it, bad. It's Monterey County. It's not Napa or anything. All Monterey. I love yeah, Monterey. Wines. So like, so like so thirty. They're, they're, all, they're, all, they're all Monterey. So, okay, so, so are we done? We got all the wines. I have up? one more. Oh, is there okay. one more? Let's pour it. But I mean, let, let's just talk about pricing for a quick second, though. Like at thirty-five USD, that becomes fifty-dollar-ish Canadian, give or take, no, on any given day. Through the LCBO or whatever, it's much more. But now I mean, he's a very small producer. He started yeah, his wine. He started his wine via Kickstarter. That's how he even got the funds to make his wine. I think that is in my top. to him. Like I haven't tried. Our last wine, but at the moment it's it's kicking around my top three. So Definitely. he's making Sangiovese San, San from California as, as, oh. as a rose, and it's really, really good stuff. It's not my top wine at the moment. So. It's younger too. It's 2021 vintage. I, I want to see young. the nose open up though. Like it was, I don't know. Did, did the rest of you find it shy on the nose? I the last one? I didn't. I thought it was quite fragrant actually. Fragrant. Yeah. I thought the palate was well, then. very fresh. <laughs> I this one, on the other hand, I find quite shy on the nose. Really? I do. Okay, because I'm it's, finding- de- it's deeper in terms of other notes. The fruit, but, but fruit. I, I've got to dig a little deeper to find this one. Yeah, the fruit. I'm finding a hard time finding underneath everything. Okay, I'm actually worried that I might be having a stroke <laughs> or something because to me, like this one is not it's start- shy it's, at all. It's starting to now. Somebody get the paddles. This so. is like it's it's blueberry. Do we have a defibrillator uh, handy? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, a defibrillator is not cardiac arrest. The things are different, Michael. I'm I'm just asking for any kind of medical equipment right now. I'm a little worried about you. I'm asking for medical equipment. At least I'm asking for it. Usually I'd call 411 and we need an ambulance. 411? Yeah. We need an ambulance. 411. Call somebody, call 411. Andre's, Andre's in trouble. Okay, the rest of you guys don't have a lizard brain, right? <laughs> That's debatable. See, if Anya wanted really to collect like the this. insurance, I'm, she'd call I'm going to go, go online one. and say, I like this wine too. Yeah, yeah, it's I a like nice this wine. wine a lot. It's very purpley. Mm-hmm. Quite purple. Like everything's very deep about it for sure. This tastes like Saskatoon berries. That's grapey. 
I really need to eat some of those because you reference them so often. It's a vague but, reference. I mean, I don't think you can get them here at all. Actually, Hunter's just mentioning things that he's actually that he's walked by on. Tim Hortons Field, the home of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, have a half dozen Saskatoon berry shrubs around them. And my lovely wife and I harvested 26 cups of berries off mm. the tree. Ah. So I have a freezer full of them. Oh, so we've got some right here then. But they're back sealed. So unless we're going to each eat one <laughs> cup of Saskatoon berries. There's four, they're done in four cup batches? No, 20, 20 wait, five cup. Yeah, they're, they're in five cup containers. Oh. Enough to make one pie. Now we're way off track. Um, <laughs> and why didn't we get a pie tonight? So this one. Oh, I'll quickly close that one. Ahead. Still call four one one. I am at a complete loss of this. Oh, it's lovely. This I think it's, this is the youngest wine that we've had. Mm-mm. Well, our last one was twenty twenty one. Last so, one was twenty twenty one. I don't where, know where if do this could be much go, younger. This is a twenty twenty two. I have to say, yeah. I'm, I'm having a great time because the conversations are going in my head of what I picked out, and this is really fun for me. <laughs> this is young. This is young. This is about 2016, 2017, 2019. Uh, this is um, this is in a sweet spot for the for the wine. Mm. It's drinking well. Um, do we like the wine? Um, I'm. I do like the wine. I like the wine. Too. I really like this one. I'm gonna say uh, it's, it's 20, 2020. Let's just go with that. I, I think, think it is quite young. I, I think it's got. I think it's got some nice age. It's got at least five years on it. I was drinking well. Um, Lord Eyes nice and Milk. Ooh, it's Zin. Mm. Mm. Oh, I thought it was Zin. Mm. See, I don't get that really ripe raspberry fruit yeah. that I normally get from Zin. No, I know what the wine, like, I know the cola wine cola is. Note. Sometimes there is like nice the cola note, cherry cola. But that's it. There's like a black tea note to the tannin and the finish on this. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't scream. It's not Cab Franc either. It doesn't have that tobacco note. It's a Cab it's, Cab- uh, it's Cabernet Sauvignon. It's over oak, then. 15. Because like, there's a lot of vanilla on this. Uh, there is some wood on this, for sure. I'll go California. What the hell? California, right, California Cab. County Cab, 2015. Yeah, that's it. Not a, it's not an overly expensive wine. If it is, um, it could be. Mid-priced I'm going to go um, a Cab Merlot blend. And I'm going to, sticking with that I said 2020, I'm going to say it's an Ontario, and it's one that just hit it out of the park. That's a solid guess. Andre. Did you do yours? I apologize. Did you do yours? Oh, you said, said, you said Zin. Zin. 2019 oh, sorry, Zin. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, again, I'll ask, do we like the wine? Is it you, you I like enjoy it. it? Definitely. Like it. And I will say that Miguel's doing a good job. This is oh. his 2021 Cabernet Franc. Wow. Oh, I didn't think it was Cap Franc because I didn't get the cab. The... Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know how many either. California Cap Francs you've had. Very, very, I, I rarely ever have them, too. This is my and first, and it's great. Very pretty. Wow. Well, it's very pretty. He's making some very nice wines. Oh, Miguel. If there's just one thing to say about this particular wine, and this is not me throwing shade. It's just the interesting thing about Cab Franc in California yeah. is it loses some of its sure. francness that sure. you expect from a, a cooler climate. Like, I don't get any greenness on this at all. That's I it. get but this no is still a tobacco delicious note, wine. as you said. Yeah. I didn't get the tobacco. I, don't, mm. I think the nice part about Ontario is now we're starting to get that greenness out of it. Sure. 
Um, we're getting, we're still keeping the tobacco, but we're keeping green out of it. This thing is is it is thirteen percent now, give or take a percentage. That's California that's, can that's do. That's why I was yeah. I, I always thought it was you know Cab Self out of Cal. I'm gonna go California. I did get California. Oh, yeah, you know? there you go, Michael. You actually did really really well. Oh, I did not, which is why I hate doing these. <laughs> uh, you know what? I would like to try Miles as we are uh, about to say. Um, Oh, should we revisit the New Zealand? Uh, That's what I'd like to do. I'd yeah, like okay, let's to, do that. And we're, I don't know how long we've been at this, Andre, but I mean, I would. It was like one to, of the first ones, so. Yeah, we're so, at 55 minutes. So and, this has been open for an hour now. So it's now been open for the hour, and uh, I would like to see that. I think this is. I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's better. I found the tannins quite aggressive. Hopefully they've calmed down a little bit. So. See, I still find a lack of fruit on the nose, and it's more savory notes being a little bit more yeah, aggressive on it. Definitely, but it smells so great. Like, I, I, I love I, it. It's good. I love the smell of that. Yeah. Alex, There's Alex. a bit of a menthol note to it now, I find, but... That's what I said. Well, I'm, oh, I'm, get, I'm getting it now. I think that... Wasn't but that I, the other one? But I really, uh, I really like the palate Too many now. That's nice. It's more savory. Mm. Oh, that's good. I just got a chunk of cork from my glass. It's definitely not from this <laughs> it's one. It's not from this it one. It was no. under screw cap. There's a chance it could be from the 1990 Oh My Doc, so... I like that. I think uh, I think my, my wine of the night was that Grenache. Uh, usually you don't do a wine of the night because no, I'm going for an affair. I'm going for an affair dream. I'm uh, oh, I'm, wow. going, I'm yeah. going with the uh, Grenache out of California. That was my number one. Uh, Jordan, you have a number one out of this deal. I think it might be um, this Pinot that we've got, or it would be the Grenache. It was great. And Miles, this Pinot is, I, I like the Grenache quite a bit. I tend yeah. to go for single varietal Grenache if I can find it. Yeah. If you find the love um, the, symbol, they're the hard LCBO, to find. Find that it's still available and it was on sale. There was a there was oh. a Spanish Garnacha that I used. They used to come to the LCBO a lot that I haven't had in a long time. And again, strawberry jam and just like thyme and rosemary, and it was just lovely. So I tend to go for these wines a lot. I was excited to open this. I, I do yeah. like it. Thank Grenache. you right. for opening it. We're wrapping up here. Oh, so did you want to get you, the scores? Now? You got you, you guys. Want... No, stop, Michael. Uh, we <laughs> both. Oh, why don't you stop want to get the scores here? It's a. Hey, don't unplug the microphone. Uh, that's gonna sound. That's, that, that's gonna sound bad on the podcast. Uh no, it's okay. I got a separate channel. I'm over here for your, uh, with Jordan now. We're just uh, okay, we're hanging stop. out. Uh, this is where we give the shout outs to where you can find us. I'm gonna go around the table first. Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram at rescuing trapped wine. Miles, where can people find you? On Instagram at seller time wine. And I am at under wine review on all social media because I was smart and consolidated early. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm the grape guy on most things. I think I'm Who still. Who you a microphone back? I'm still Michael Pincus uh, on Facebook. I think it's the only one. Uh, thank you very much, Miles. Thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, Miles, uh, say hello to Miguel for us. Miguel, right? Miguel. Say you got it finally. Um, and tell him these wines are great. Anytime he wants to send them up here, uh, we'll be glad to taste them. We can work something up. I love hearing that. You can support us on uh, patreon.com slash two guys talking wine. Uh, hang on, let me turn your microphone back up, Michael. I guess it's my turn. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. Two Guys Talking Wine is produced by Jim Ray, Adam Duran, and Ken Little.